0: Hello friends, today we'll talk about richness. You see, in today's material world, everybody wants to become very rich. And when I see people very closely, I find that there are so many people. They have lots of money, lots of wealth, lots of power. They have lots of fame. But then also I find when I see their intrinsic reality, I find they appear to be very rich, but basically they are very poor from inside. That's why I ask this question to everybody. Are you really rich in spite of your all wealth, power, fame, etc? So, we'll understand this thing properly that what exactly the real richness is. We can classify the richness into two categories. One is the extrinsic richness, second is the intrinsic richness. Extrinsic richness means when a person has got lots of money, lots of wealth, property, name, fame, power, everything. So society considers this kind of people as very rich people. So when richness is outside, it is the extrinsic richness. What makes a person extrinsically rich? So the if we see the component of extrinsic richness, the component of extrinsic richness are property and wealth, power, fame, etc. So any person who has got property, lots of property and wealth, lots of power and fame, so generally society calls them as rich. So here we are talking about extensive richness of a person. Extensive richness has some its own advantages like of course this also brings joy in the life. It makes our life very comfortable. It provides a kind of economic as well as some social security also. It enhances our social reputation, prestige in the society. So this way, extensive richness seems to be meaningful to some extent. But it has lots of disadvantages too. And if you closely see the disadvantages of extrinsic richness, you'll find that, okay, disadvantages are more than the advantages of the extrinsic richness. Of course, extrinsic richness, like lots of wealth, money, property, etc. name, fame, power, all these things becomes joy or happiness in our life. But if you closely analyze the quality of this joy, all these joys are basically hormonal. These joys are basically gross. And the most important thing, these joys are basically, these kind of happiness is basically temporary. For example, supposedly, if a person all of a sudden becomes very rich, a billionaire, so naturally, he'll be very happy initially for some days, for some months, or maybe some years also. But after that, okay, it will become a very usual reality of his life. And initially, when he became rich, whatever the joy and happiness he had, after a few days or after a few months or a few years, he will not find the same intensity of happiness or joy. Though he is still having lots of money, lots of wealth, lots of property, lots of fame, power, etc. So all this extensive richness Whatever happiness it brings, those happiness is basically a temporary happiness. And to achieve this kind of extensive richness, in fact, we have to put lots of efforts. If you want to become a Bill Gates, you will have to, in fact, work very hard for your whole life. And then also it is not very sure whether you will be able to become a Bill Gates. So for extensive richness, see the irony, you have to work for very long, maybe for your whole life, but the kind of happiness that you will be realizing through this extensive richness, those happiness would be very temporary. And moreover, since this kind of happiness, it brings, it comes or it originates from excitement. So and it is very hormonal in nature. So if you study the quality of this kind of happiness, it is a very gross happiness. It is not a very fine quality of happiness. Next limitation or disadvantage of the extensive richness is When a person gets lots of wealth, power, fame, etc., It brings so many problems also along with it. It brings so many burdens. It creates so many engagements. It creates so many, it brings so many complications in the life. If you have lots of money, lots of wealth, so you'll have to put lots of efforts and energy in order to protect your wealth, in order to maintain your wealth. So basically, I have seen so many people, they have not been using the wealth, rather their wealth has been using those people as its own instrument. And intelligence level of those people are so low that they are not able to realize this fact. So I always suggest to everybody, though I am not against ec- extensive richness, but you have to be very much aware of the fact whether those extensive richness, you have been using those power, those wealth, those property, or all these components of extensive richness have been using you as a tool. If you have been using all these components of extensive richness, then there is nothing wrong. But if these components have been using your whole physical instrumentality, your whole energy, your whole time, your whole attention, then you have become a slave of this extensive richness and it is the most miserable aspect of life. That's why I call these people as poor rich people. Same way, this all these components of extrinsic richness it basically curtails your freedom today if you are not very rich if you are just if you belong to just a middle class you can go anywhere without any fear without any constraints but if you become a celebrity if you become very very rich people like ambani or bill gates so you you'll need a huge security. You cannot just go here and there wherever you feel like. So basically, you will become the prisoner of your own security system. So this is the very serious disadvantage of extrinsic richness. Moreover, this extrinsic richness, it creates hostility and animosity in the society. It divides the society in several categories like the rich and the poor. And since everybody has been trying, everybody has been craving to become rich and to become extensively rich, since one has to work a lot, so so many people okay they don't have that much of the patience, they want to become rich overnight. So, they ultimately resort to the illegal means, like robbery, snatching, killing. So basically when this extensive richness is not balanced in the society, if it creates huge diversity in the society, that gives rise to the law and order problems in the society. So those Extrinsic richness, which was supposed to give you happiness. In fact, it brings misery in life if a person becomes the victim of this crime, violence, etc. just because of his extrinsic richness. And the most important aspect of this extrinsic richness is that after the end of our this physical life, this extensive richness is not carried forward with us to the next life. So whatever the wealth, property, name, fame, power we have, we can enjoy all these things only till this physical life, means only till we are alive. After we die in our next birth, we cannot take all these things along with us. This is the most serious limitation of extensive richness. Now, let us see what is the, the another kind of richness is the intrinsic richness. So, what is the meaning of intrinsic richness? When we are rich from inside, in, in, in extensive richness, you become rich from outside means your house may be rich, your bank balance may be, may be rich, but from inside the person may remain poor, if he has not evolved to higher consciousness. So, if a person who is rich from inside, whose quality of life is very fine from inside, that is the intrinsic richness, So let us see what are the components of intrinsic richness that changes the whole quality of our life. So the first component of intrinsic richness is whatever the knowledge we have, our intelligence, this is the very important component of intrinsic richness. Our ability to understand and enjoy the subtle aesthetics like fine art, fine music, literature, poetry, philosophy, spirituality, etc. If we have this ability to enjoy all these aesthetics, it means we are intrinsically rich. This ability to enjoy the sublime state of mind, the ability to understand and enjoy the esoteric beauty of life that makes us intrinsically rich. Next, most important component of intrinsic richness is the wisdom. We may have lots of knowledge, we may have lots of intelligence, we may have lots of skills, but we may be still far away from the wisdom. So, wisdom is more important component of intrinsic richness than merely knowledge and intelligence and all that. The more important component of, components of intrinsic richness is our fine sublime consciousness like love, kindness, empathy, compassion, generosity. These are the final components of intrinsic richness. If a person is full with all this sublime consciousness like love, compassion, generosity, etc., then the quality of life that person lives from inside, it's very rich, it's very The most important component of intrinsic richness is self-awareness, mindfulness. We may have all other components of intrinsic richness, but if we lack this quality of being self-aware, then we cannot be very, very blissful from inside. If we want to be at the peak of blissfulness, for this, the most important component which is required for intrinsic richness is the ability, the skill, the quality of being self-aware. When we are intensely self-aware, This awareness makes us free from the confinement of our all form reality. The moment we become intensely self-aware, we become free from the limited reality of our physicality. We are free from the consciousness of our physical body and we feel like we exist or we pervade the entire existence. or the whole existence is within us. We are infinite. We realize our eternal reality, which is inherent with ultimate bliss. This is the state of Buddhahood. This is the state of enlightenment. This is the ultimate of all intrinsic richness. So, we have so far seen two kinds of richness. One is the extrinsic richness and second is intrinsic richness. Extrinsic richness can be snatched. A person can be robbed of his extrinsic richness. But if a person is intrinsically rich, that intrinsic richness can never be snatched. Extensic richness continues only till this physical life. But intrinsic richness remains with us forever, even in the next lives. Extensic richness also brings the joy or happiness and intrinsic richness also brings the happiness. But the difference in the quality of both the happiness is that extrinsic richness is hormonal, it is very gross. While if you see the quality of happiness which comes from the intrinsic richness, it is so fine, so sublime. It is so refined that it makes our life totally blissful. Yourself can understand this thing very clearly, that when you enjoy a beautiful, fine music, when you write a poetry, when you make a very abstract, meaningful, Painting, then just see what is the quality of your happiness is. just compare this quality of happiness when, when all of a sudden, supposedly you get a million dollars or all of a sudden if you become rich, so in the happiness which comes from the extensive richness, there is a Sense of solidity. There is a sense of some vibrational reality, and that makes our happiness very gross, very mechanical. And after some time, the same reality stops giving happiness to us. But when we are in the realm of higher consciousness, When we are in a very creative state of mind then this kind of happiness, which we call it bliss, it always remains very nascent, very fresh all the time, while the happiness that we realize through extrinsic richness, it becomes stale after some time. So now the question is which is more important or what is the right approach? I am not against the extrinsic richness. But for me, intrinsic richness is more important than the extrinsic richness. My suggestions to everyone is that okay, we should have more, both the things. Extensive richness as well as intrinsic richness too. But if I have to choose between these two, between extensive richness and intrinsic richness, I'll always prefer to be intrinsically rich because nobody can snatch this richness from me and this richness is, will be forever with me. The quality of happiness that I can realize through intrinsic richness, it is very superb. The happiness which comes from the extrinsic richness that can never match the final quality of the happiness which intrinsic richness brings. So our approach should be that okay, we should have both the richness, extrinsic as well as intrinsic. But generally, what happens in case of extrinsic richness, we becomes the prop prisoner of this kind of prosperity. In when we are simply very rich extrinsically. The basic reality, the actual reality, is that we become the prisoner of the components of extrinsic richness, that is, the wealth, property, power, fame, etc. They curtail our freedom. But when we are intrinsically rich, we are in the higher realm of consciousness. When we are when our mental state is full of sublime aesthetics, sublime beauty of life, we are in a totally different state of blissfulness. And nothing of the world can give you this kind of pure happiness. So my approach is, we should be extensively rich so that We can use this richness in order to gain and achieve the intrinsic richness. If a person is totally extrinsically rich, but he is intrinsically poor, so basically, this is the most miserable aspect of life. So, I'll suggest to everybody, make yourself, make the best use of your time to make yourself intrinsically rich. If extensive richness comes easily, there should not be any problem. But if you have to achieve extensive richness at the cost of your intrinsic richness, then I suppose this kind of richness will, give, will bring only the misery in life. It can never give you true happiness. Thank you.